Hi, I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. And this is Billy Joel A to Z. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Billy Joel A to Z. Today, we are fortunate enough to bring in everybody's favorite and my friend, Sarah Silverman. Hello, Sarah. Why, hello. You know Elon <laughs> now. Hello, Elon. Elon. Hey, Sarah. Really good to have you here. I, I want to say before we start, you're, you're one of my uh, big comedy influencers. So Ooh. it's really cool that you're here. And I actually took a girl on a first date to see Jesus is Magic in movie theaters. Oh, my gosh. Wow, in movie theaters. Wow. That's right. And she I never talked to her again, so I don't know if it was the movie. but <laughs> Ew, we, we both liked it, but she didn't like me. <laughs> right, his, and his date was just like, this is your kind of comedy? <laughs> <laughs> she said, not enough AIDS jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the uh, first incarnation of that, you know, seeing when the, when the was the play at the Zipper, right? Was that what it was? The Zipper Theater? First time I, that wasn't the first time I did it. The first time I did it was at the Culture Project on Bleecker. I must have seen that too. I mean, I right. guess I was there for the whole time. Plus, like Bleecker between Lafayette and Bowery. You know that theater. Yeah, right across from the, the, the Sheen Center. That's right. <laughs> but I remember also your producer, the guy who was producing the show or promoting the show was uh, Ron Delsner. Yes. And Elon, Ron Delsner used to produce every single concert ever created in the 70s and 80s in new york this is not a test this is poison in concert february 14th in the middle arena look what the cat dragged in a super octane rock and roll of poison Poison and special guest Tesla. Tickets at the Metal Lens Arena, Ticketmaster, or call Ticketmaster Charge. Ron Dozier presents Rock and Roll for Valentine's with Poison. Yeah, he was like 80 then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And he produced like so many Billy Joel concerts probably over the years. He was a living legend, and getting to meet him was really exciting if you're from my era in this neighborhood, <laughs> you know, in the tri state area. Pretty cool. Yeah, every radio station like a Ron Delsner production. <laughs> it was great. But uh, Tara, we bring you on today because, you know, we were in our uh, seas of the Billy Joel podcast and you and I performed Code of Silence at the ye old triple in many years ago. And uh, we were just talking. We had Danny Vermont on a few weeks ago and he played the piano for us. And it's just so funny because when we chose a song to do, because I would sing Billy Joel songs every two Billy Joel songs every year at the Triple N. And it's his only duet that he has. That's not true. What's the other one? Let's see what you know. There is one more. He has one with um, Ray. Ray oh, um, she's got it. Yes, Ray Charles, Baby yeah. Grant. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Those are the only two. And they're on the same album, which is amazing. But yes, so, uh, but I, I didn't think a song for you and me as Ray Charles and Billy Joel was the way to go. Yeah, because you'd be like, they say no one's going to play this on the <laughs> And I'd be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, now I think we made the wrong choice. <laughs> and what's my favorite line, Elon? Um, as for women! <laughs> so technically, yeah, we made the wrong choice. Just one man. 
But I remember because we uh, I don't even know where we found we found a rehearsal studio to practice in. It's going so far back. And I just I remember that. Is it running on ice? The album is called The Bridge. Is that? The, oh, but, but running on ice. Yes, it's on that album. Yeah. It's like the light blue or like the different blues. Yeah, that's right. And it's from the 80s. And so we sang it about, I don't know, like eight years after it came out, I guess. And it was super fun. But I was so grateful that you did it, too. And that's because it was such a fun night that you tripped up. What I can't figure out is what I sang before, because I always sing two. So I sang something by myself. And then you came on stage for the second one. And I don't remember what it was, because the year after, I know I sang Honesty and then Goodnight Saigon. And I brought all my college friends and we did the uh, and we would all go down together, you know, holding arm in arm. Maybe you sang New York State of Mind, I want to say. It just doesn't sound familiar. I don't know. I, all I know is that Danny Vermont was able to play any song, somehow figure out whatever we needed him to do. Did you have remember. Alex Sulkin on this yet? No, he can't. He's angry that I haven't asked him to do it yet. But we're <laughs> doing one after every letter. So we had this guy, Christopher Bonanos, that made this list of 121 Billy Joel songs, and he put them in order, a ranking order for New York, for uh what, what is it, uh, Elon? New York Magazine. New York Magazine. So we had him as our first guest because we use that every week. Then we had Danny and then you. <laughs> and then we're trying to get John Benjamin next because he did an unbelievable thing with this uh, Captain Jack. It's hard to, it just, you, you know how he is. And he just did this thing. I'll send it to you. It's unbelievable, right, Elon? It's the funniest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, just an hour-long radio parody call-in about Captain Jack. It's so funny. Yeah, where him and another guy are in dueling Billy Joel cover bands. <laughs> but it turns out Benjamin's band only sings Captain Jack. <laughs> and they sing it seven times a night. <laughs> so it's good. Meanwhile, Sarah, you you were also there, which for my 26th birthday. Oh, where, my God. You no, know, I did. Right when we met. No, 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 no. You were probably 25. Yeah, probably a year into us being friends. Yeah, we were at the Boston Comedy Club and I did comedy upstairs and then I sang downstairs. And I'm pretty sure I sang Summer Highland Falls, your favorite Billy that, Joel song. Well, I don't know if it's my all-time favorite Billy Joel. I do love it, but it's for uh, like the last couple times I've toured, I start, I begin and end with that song. <laughs> like I just like, I make the announcement off stage, like turn off your phones, don't be a dick. All right, we're going to start in two minutes. And then play that song and then I come out and then when I say goodnight it comes on because I just feel like it's it's the but wait I've been touring with you why don't I remember that and I moved I changed it to stop your sobbing oh okay I knew I yeah. wasn't crazy I, I was I toured with her like last year or two years ago and I don't remember that I would have remembered if it was Summer Highland Falls you do the kinks version or the pretenders pretenders it is time for you to stop all of the Now I do remember that. Good call, That's Elon. I wouldn't gets me going, you know, that like gets me in a good head. I when I uh, headlined at Caroline's, I had David Watts by the Kinks as my opening, which has a similar kind of like it's real peppy and gets you going.
Well, they are similar. And of course, uh, Ray Davies and Chrissy Hind were lovers for many years. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that, Jessica? No. Yeah, they were together for a long time. That's a good match. Yeah. You know, I'm okay with that match. That's why she <laughs> lives in England. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, maybe that's why they... I got to have tea with her once. Like we went. Yeah, we were both staying at the Bowery. We kept bumping into each other. And she's like, this is ridiculous. Let's go have tea. And I was like, my heart was like pounding. And then I remember like the as we were walking out of the hotel, I go, um, where are you from originally? And like the second I said that, I could hear in my head, you know, I went back to Ohio. You know, like, <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> and I was trying to like ingratiate myself. So I go, can you believe that that CBGB's is a John Varvados now? And she goes, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's New York. It turns over. Wow. She really gave it to you. Good. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. I think she is so cool. I mean, what are there? Two women that rock and wrote their own songs, her and Stevie Nicks. I mean, is that the end of the list in the 70s, 80s? At Benatar? Yeah. I don't think she wrote her own stuff the way Chrissy Hines did. What about... um Joan Jett? Yeah, Joan Jett. Uh, again, I'm not sure if she writes... And certainly it's not the quantity that then Chrissy Hines... Then there's the Bangles. Yeah, but they didn't write their own stuff. Cindy Hopper. Yeah, the Bangles' big song was a Prince, Prince. song, but that they, I think they wrote all their other songs. Well, I mean, there was girl rockers over the years but we know chrissy hein i mean built that band i mean that's just rare for a Thanks. woman to lead the band build the band write the songs I mean, it was rare i mean it was just you know and rock out like uh and stevie nicks came in with with music to share for fleetwood mac and let her own her own stuff yeah so chrissy hein is way cool and now you remind me that um they did the music to the Living Daylights, uh, the James Bond movie. Now it might make sense that they were even thought of because if she's more English now or living in there, I guess that would make sense. They would have thought of her because they first used, it's one of my favorite stories, they used Aha because of Take On Me and the popularity, but they wrote, wrote the worst James Bond song ever and they needed Chrissy Hine to come in and save the, not the movie, but the, the music. So they end up using... Song. It's called Where Is Everybody Gone, I think. And they use that instead of the aha song, which is awful, called The Living Daylights. It's like the first time that ever happened where they have to use an interim song instead of the actual theme because it was that bad. <laughs> That's why we never heard from AHA again. It's, a it's the one Timothy Dalton? There's two Timothy Daltons, but it's the first one, yes. Yeah, where has everybody gone? <laughs> so, yeah. The was the, uh, Carly the Carly Simon. Yeah, uh, for The Spy Who Loved Me. Love me, yeah. Well, the best song for me, I mean, there's a, the Duran Duran song, which is amazing, View to a Kill. And the best song, I think, is the, who's the guy that just died from uh, Chris Cornell, Casino Royale, You Know My Name. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best Bond song ever. Also, the Paul McCartney one's really good. There's a lot I of like good. Goldfinger. Die. 
Yeah, Live and Let Die. Goldfinger's okay. It's still not one of my favorites, but it's a classic. It's a classic. But anyway, with Billy Joel, just like one other uh, thing, and again, we don't want to... <laughs> no, no, I, we go off base all the time. All we talk about is mud. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. In Ain't No Crime, we deciphered that the opening of Ain't No Crime is the exact same opening as the theme from Maud. And the timeline works where it's possible Billy Joel ripped it off <laughs> where he was sitting home watching Maud. Well, wait, what what song is it? That's Ain't really- No Crime. You'll you'll know it because you know Maud theme. So when you hear the opening to Ain't No Crime, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Also, it's the opening for Blossom. It's a piano thing that goes do 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 do. Don't know about this. Don't know about that's the Blossom one, but <laughs> but you also sang scenes from an Italian restaurant at a show about five or six years ago. Yeah, I did not know that. Yeah. That's it. How did how did you do that one? And did you do the whole one? Yeah, I did the whole thing. They go, <laughs> well, what song you want to do? It's like a band, and we have comics sing like any song they want. The band can play anything, and I just pick the longest song. There. <laughs> you know, it's funny because when I listened to uh, that great town hall with Howard Stern with Billy Joel, yeah, and uh, he, you know you want to hear like these epic stories because the songs are so good, but it's mostly like, he's just writing lyrics to music. He writes, you know, like it's not like, I don't think it's like close to, you know, it's not like, well, my, you know, mother died and I wrote that, you know, it's just like, I needed. So it's like the way he thinks is so like pragmatic or something, you know, but he's talking about scenes from an Italian restaurant, which I love so much. Cause it's like three. So- I love when it's like three songs and one song. And he literally goes, yeah, I was listening to the Beatles a day in the life and it was I was like, oh, that's like three songs in one song. I want to do that. We, it's funny. We've noticed that, too. There's no really big stories that he tells. Yeah, it's funny. I never even thought about it because all we keep talking about because we're going in order. We've just we're on a lot of innocent man for some reason, just the way the letters work. And we're like, well. Clearly, he was just thinking about Christy Brinkley and Elle McPherson during this time. But he has no stories. He's like, yeah, I met them, and I wrote this song. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like a comic. It's all about word choice, like whatever works for him. Like with Allentown, originally it was about Levittown, and he was like, well, nothing really works with that town. So then Allentown fits. So it's about Allentown now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the truth is that I feel like with art or creativity, comedy, anything, it's like, Limits are a gift because, you know, when you just have blue sky, it's kind of like it can be paralyzing. But when you have like boundaries and limits, you have to figure out. Yeah, which clearly he doesn't have any because he, like we have the concept that he's never made a bad album. It's all over the place. He's never made a bad album. We don't know of any. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. You know, and then and that's the thing. When Another thing he said on Stern, he's like, I stopped writing uh, songs because I feel like I wrote all my good songs and from here on out, it would just be like sad garbage. And he was correct too, because in 2007, he came out with two songs that we've already done on the podcast and they stink. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. He came out with one for his new wife, Katie Lee, not Christy Lee, uh, which was called All My Life, which was like a Tony Bennett song, but I didn't like it. They're divorced. Yeah, they're divorced now too, yeah. Oh, at the time, yeah. Uh, and then uh, Christmas in Fallujah, which we just did recently, and another not Sounds classic. Like the, the title of a song from a Christopher Guest movie. 
do Christmas, we'll close with Christmas in Fallujah. <laughs> right? It does sound like that. Great idea. I can picture Fred Willard singing the song. Mm-hmm. But uh, just one other question on that. He's from Italian restaurant. He did the whole song. Did you rehearse it or did you just do it there that day? <laughs> like, he it was just like did. one rehearsal. I mean, you know, it was like at a little, it wasn't like, there wasn't a talent scout in the audience. <laughs> I know, but I mean, that's such a long, did you have the lyrics in front of you? Did you know it by heart? Oh, maybe. That's a long song to just say again. I know the, don't we, we know them all. I know, but if you're doing it in front of a- some parts of it that I like singing the harmony for. So I was like, and then you guys come in with the melody here, you know, like. <laughs> So you were you do all the heavy lifting and I'm going to do, going to do well, the chorus. Brendan Eddie. I, you know, I like doing like a harmony cause I sing along with the song in my car, you know, so I'm harmonizing with him. So I need them to be him for, a, you know, yeah, I, I do the exact same thing. I know exactly what you're talking about. You also made a, a Spotify playlist called chill out with Sarah Silverman. That also has summer Highland falls on it as well. And a bunch of other songs that I can't stand, but you know, that's uh, you and I always, that's our that's Billy Joel's where we cross in our Venn diagram. Well, also you had Ben Folds on there too, so we're all with the piano players. We agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah what about? I mean, are you not a Springsteen fan? I am not. He hates Springsteen. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows right. that. You're like in the Bon Jovi camp of. Like, yeah, that's right. What the hell's so funny about that? How dare you? I think, but I, they're not really comparable. But. Huh? Really <laughs> I heard what you said. I'm just not gonna. I'm just gonna let it pass. Brendan, Maddie, we're the popular steady and the king and the queen of the prom. On the radio, on. No, but I sang a harmony to that. I can't. That's remember. what I'm trying to figure out. What the harmony is? I think nobody has any finer because they could do with a Parkway Diner. Okay. There it goes to the harmony. The melody. Let me see if I remember the harmony. But I got the harmony. Where it goes. In the Parkway Diner, I think it is. No, I do. I do harmony the whole time. Oh, <laughs> that's why I was always. Brendan, oh. Brendan, wait. Well, how do you how do you start it? Just sing it. Popular study and the king and the queen of the prom. Oh, running around with the car top down and the radio on. Nobody right. any finer. More of it in the Parkway Diner, but here not. What about the life? Oh, so wait, should I try and do the the bottom and you do the harmony? Let's just try it. Let's see if I even know. the. Wow. We're, we're going to get a, another duet from you guys. This is great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Brendan and Eddie were the, were the popular studies and the king and the queen of the prom. Riding, riding around, around with the car top down and the radio on. Nobody looked any finer. Or was more of a hit at the Parkway Diner. We never knew we could want more than that out of life. Oh, oh. <laughs> Beautiful music, baby. <laughs> uh, you're so adorable. Um, when we did All About Soul, Dave told a story about how he was at the SNL taping when Billy Joel sang that song, and you were a featured player in the cast, and you were on the show that night. And he talked about what a big night it was for him. He remembers it so much. Do you remember that night? Did you get to meet Billy Joel backstage? Anything? I didn't even know. He was, yeah. the, I don't remember. It was uh, the John Malkovich episode, and oh you were God, the telephone well, operator. That was a devastating episode for me. Ooh, do tell. Um, well, it was it was a roller coaster. Um, let's see, it was 1993 or 94, right. and I got my first sketch that I wrote by myself on the show, and it was 
John Malkovich and Mike Myers, like, at the water fountain in the hallway, like, playing themselves, talking. And then Jay Moore and I each, like, come up to him as fans for a second. Anyway, I was so excited. And you get to kind of direct your own sketch. You know, not the camera, but, like, you know, the... Oh. And, uh, and then we did it at um, dress rehearsal and I was just, you know, I told, I called my whole family, you know, and, and told everyone to watch. And, and then in between dress and the show, you sit in Lauren's office and you get notes and everything. And, um, but like, no one tells you how things work. You just learn like the hard way, you know? So anyway, uh, I'm sitting on the floor and Malkovich is sitting like in a chair and he leans down and he goes, I'm sorry, I messed up one of the lines in the, you know, sketch and I ruined it. And I go, God, don't worry, are you kidding? No, you'll, it, it will be great. You know, you'll get it on the air. And then Mike Myers hears me and he goes, it's cut, Sarah. Look, it's on the left side of the line on the board. You know, like, I don't know how, you know, I did. And I was heartbroken and you know it's like there's no cell phones or anything i couldn't like call my family and be like it's not gonna be on you know <laughs> oh i had no idea I don't, how did i not know that i don't know you must have kept it inside me it was at that show and i mean i was there for billy joel so high from billy joel and also drugs <laughs> <laughs> well it's funny i just remember because the all about soul was just before the sketch where you were the operator and the john malkovich uh yeah. yeah. So I always remember it resonating as like awesome because I I feel like everybody still had all about solo in their head because it was a very quiet sketch. So wow, you know. I think I remember there were a couple things. There was um oh no, it wasn't that. I'm just picturing when I was in that sound booth where you but that was like he did some movie with Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood. Yeah, yeah. And he's like the bad guy and it's and so it was it was a sketch on that or something. Yes, it was. Um, geez, I never, that's devastating. No wonder. My God, that's like the worst thing. That, did you ever get a sketch on after that? Or, I mean, I, uh, nothing I wrote just by myself, but I, you know, I was like, my strong suit was punch up on Thursdays. I always got stuff in like all the sketches. That makes sense. But oh boy, I, I didn't realize, geez, I'm the worst friend ever. I didn't even know I, feel like that was, that was such a great night for me because I'm pretty sure we went to the after party and yeah. Billy Joel was there. I, I think that might have been the night I told him to be quiet when I was on the phone listening to the sports scores <laughs> <laughs> and he was talking and it was a recorded message. You had to wait like 20 minutes to go on. You had to pay money for it. And he was talking and I'm like, I'm trying to use the phone <laughs> like Pee Wee. Well, I, David, I have I to have think notes on your hair. What'd you say? I have some notes on your hair. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> just, it needs a trim is number one it's like very circular <laughs> it, it does maybe it just looks that way on camera <laughs> i've always but wanted circular it's good i just think it needs to be i need to examine it closer i just i don't know well you're coming to town in a few weeks maybe i mean i know you're going to be busy but you think you'll ever come to suffering and hang out with me yeah i don't i don't do anything all day all I do is bug Elon. I'm like, hey, let's do a podcast. Goes, I'm working. <laughs> Sarah, thank you for sharing that uh, Saturday Night Live story and everything. That must, I want that probably still bothers you, no matter. VHS too. Wait, it say it again. I have that sketch from rehearsal on VHS somewhere. Ooh, wow. that's fascinating. That's interesting. It was really good. 
I bet it was. I mean, that's the problem is that, you know, they cut a lot of good stuff, right? It was like uh, he goes up to Mike Myers in the hallway and he's like, uh, I love that um, Simon character you do. Oh, wow. Thanks. You know, oh, my gosh. Thank you. Yeah. Do it. Do it for me. <laughs> I can picture him doing <laughs> that. Like doing the character. And what about uh, the coffee, uh, coffee lady? Uh, do that, do that. I'm for Clem. Do say it, you know. And he's like making him be. He's like a little monkey. Yeah. And then like uh, I come up and I'm like, I'm such a big fan. You know, I I just have to say, you know, in Dangerous Liaisons. And he's oh shit. Oh, I have to do my other call. And he's just like, you know, I don't I don't sign things. You know, or like whatever. He's like mean. <laughs> but he was kidding. No, that's the scat. That was the <laughs> Oh, oh, God. I thought this was for real. I'm sorry. I thought, no, no, like he's like annoying uh, Mike Myers and making him do all those characters. Oh, that's hilarious. I come up and I'm just like a fan and he's like, I don't, you know, whatever. And then Jay Moore comes out and he's an asshole to him, you know. And so it was funny. It was like, you know. Oh, God. Well, now we can see it, which is kind of awesome. Yeah, put it on YouTube. It. Yeah. Well, I can't, I don't think she can do that, but I have to like find a VHS player. <laughs> I have one. I have the first one, <laughs> but uh, no, thank you so much for coming on the show and talking a little bit about Billy and uh, having a good time with us. We know you're really busy. Yeah. I thanks Sarah. Your song. You what? I thought we were going to say, well, you'll play like clips of the song or whatever. Right. When you go to each song. Yeah, usually what we do is we play at the beginning and we play it at the end. But today we're not talking about any particular song. We're just interviewing uh, you. But did, did you want to sing Code of Silence with Dave again? <laughs> we, that's the thing. Sarah and I, we probably don't even, I mean, we just went over it, but I didn't even remember how it goes. I did, well, I just remember the, can talk about it. You're good. Uh, can talk about it. Following a code of silence. silence. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, oh, oh. No, you can't talk. And isn't that a kind of madness? That's what you sing. All right. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sarah. Thank you very much for taking the time. <laughs> I love you, Elsie. Love you too. Bye. Well, very happy to meet you. Look forward to our friendship. You too. Thanks. Aww. This has been the Billy Joel A to Z podcast. I'm Alan Altman. And I'm Dave Juskow. Tune in next time for more Billy Joel A to Z. Bye.